2: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the
3: program. It's hour two. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Interesting email that we received last night. We unveiled the letter we got from Tom Brady's attorneys about our Tampa Bay T-shirts. We understand we need to be in compliance with them, with Tom. He's filed for the trademark. Now, we could extend this. We could take it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg could maybe help us here, but I think she's got other things to worry about. And uh, what I'm thinking is you have your chance until the end of the month. We're being told April 27th, 2020, we need to take down the t-shirts off of our website. We're working on a new shirt, Uh, you know, in the lawsuit. No, it's not a lawsuit. I should say. It's just a, it's a polite letter. It's not even a cease and desist. I was hoping for a cease and desist. That'd be good. very possible we've talked your way into one, but... Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Um, <laughs> you know what Todd said? <laughs> he said, you know, we should respond to the letter from Tom's lawyers by saying, we feel deflated, <laughs> but we'll stop t- selling the t-shirts. He's going to double down. Reasonable. TV 12 angry men. Oh, oh, oh we... <laughs> We feel deflated, but we'll stop selling the T-shirts. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, we're in trouble. Oh, dear. <laughs> we are in trouble. So I thought, okay, look, I'm looking at uh, the letter we got. It was a very polite letter, and and I I understand this. You know, we stopped s- selling the T-shirts by the end of April, and uh, but there was a line in there where they, you know they they were telling us who Tom is. His name is Tom, and he wears number twelve. I, and I said, well, well, there's our T-shirt. Our new T-shirt is, his name is Tom. And then you could put number 12 on the back. And then they also said, we appreciate your enthusiasm for Tom going to Tampa. Do we have those T-shirts up, Paulie? They're still being workshopped. They, these, uh, you know, Let me the see. colors, Let the me sherbert. See. The sherbert. Now, I I would call that creamsicle, but uh, okay. Not legally. No. I, think I, I don't think they own creamsicle. I don't think that the, oh, okay. the Buccaneers didn't trademark Creamsicle. I don't think.
4: Actually, what? The, well, let's not dip okay. our toe in the Creamsicle water, though.
3: So. yeah. Okay, but wait a minute. You know, when we had a street artist in, Arcee, when he painted the Tom Brady mural and we put him in the Creamsicle, Arcee said it's not known as Creamsicle, he had a different color for it. Maybe we'll trademark that. Wouldn't Popsicle own Creamsicle anyway? Mmm, they're the ones that came up with the delicious treat. Cream sickle. I don't know. I can't, like, I can only handle one lawsuit. I can't handle, you know, if like, Popsicle comes after me here. <laughs> God, how great, how great is this? All right, well, we have the t-shirts. They're up there now. We are already on to our next, you know, where the Patriots would always be on to the next opponent. We're on to the next t-shirt. Like we're on, we're not, Hey, I'm not here to, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about Tom, Bay. I'm here to talk about our new t-shirt. We're on to his name is Tom. Oh, these lawyers that Tom has are on the West coast. Hopefully they're not up yet. <laughs> Nobody gets the show out there anyway. Nah, we'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be good. All right. Uh, so those are the t-shirts that we'll have those up on the website. If you'd like to get his name is Tom. <laughs> Todd that's really funny and it's rare when I say that about you but <laughs> I'll it, take you like again it. it would have been nice if you said it on the air but uh hey you did okay there thanks all uh, right this according to google gosh we feel deflated but we'll stop selling the t-shirt that's good that's good popsicle cre- oh cream sickle trademark fudge sickle yo sickle They're registered trademarks of Unilever group of companies and can only be used to identify the frozen confection products of Unilever. They may not be used to refer to pros. Well, no, this is as long as you don't use creamsicle and you're selling a frozen confection product, then you're good. I think. (laughs) All right. I need, some, I need to get lawyered up here. Uh, Bull in Washington joins us. Hi, Bull. What do you have for me?
5: Good morning. 5'10", 170, 10% body fat. Okay. Um,
6: I. You can do the Tom thing. His name is Tom or my name is Tom or whatever. Do not put 12 on the back or you will get another letter and it will not be as
4: nice.
3: Okay. They may have a point on that one. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Bull. It actually sounded like Bull was threatening us. <laughs> Wait, he was he's calling, not a representative. No, no, from, he was, he was uh, calling. How is he, he? He was he was calling from Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's was Washington. You will get another letter. Yeah. Okay. Easy there. Easy there. Yeah, McLevin.
1: What about using my idea number nine? Tom Tupa, two thousand and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> We've wanted to do a Tupa T-shirt forever. Ever.
3: We have. We have. Um, now I don't. I didn't want to do that because it's number nine. I just think his name is Tom, and that's it. I don't need anything else. Very simple. Have it in, uh, you know, some pewter in there, whatever else, red in that uh, uniform. Then we're good. All right? We're good. You don't have to do creamsicle. I don't want popsicle. Don't say pewter. Don't say pewter. There's
1: only one. Pewter is only used in reference to Buck's uniform, so don't say that word. Yeah, but they don't own pewter. Right, Unilever might. That's a pretty big company too. I don't think we want them. Well, <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
3: I'm not. I'm not going down the creamsicle road. I won't do that. I don't, I don't want to get sued by them as well. Sounds like we need to a me. Just saying. Are the Buccaneers able to use the word creamsicle?
4: No, they would not be able to use that word to describe their uniforms. We can use it, and the public can use it. But when, if you look at the Tampa Bay Bucks website yeah. and their social media, they don't use the word creamsicle because they are actually know what they're doing and think about law stuff.
3: Uh, Paul in Colorado. Hold on, Paul wants to talk to you.
4: Hey,
5: Paul. Hey, Dan, Paul. Hey, Paul. I go by Dr. PJ, uh six two, two thirty, former USC Offensive Center. All right. Uh, I was sued by Virgin Enterprises about 15 years ago, and it was a federal lawsuit. I never got a letter, and that was before they had any presence in Nevada. My company was Virgin Properties, and uh, this lawsuit was 40 pages, and it was all full of baloney. But the cost to defend it was going to be eighty dollars to $100,000. Yikes. Mm. And yeah. in trademark infringement, there is no award of attorney fees if you win. So I was gonna be out eighty to a hundred grand defending the word and not the likeness. It was not about a logo, it was a word virgin. Hmm. And I was I was horribly offended.
3: All right. Well thank you, Paul. People starting to make me nervous here. Get those t shirts down now. We're not selling anymore. Tampa Bay t shirts. Yes, McLevin. I defended my Virginia until I was 19. I think it was a little longer yeah. than that. I think you're rounding down. I, I, I think it was probably closer to 22, 23 for you. Something like that. Stop. That's a good line, though. Good line. Back row, killing it. Well, Todd, last hour at the end of the hour, not good. But we started this hour. Good note here. All right. I just got an email. The Chargers new uniforms. and Oh. Soak so it in. Great. Those look great. Whew. Those are real. That, 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 I like it. I like it. It's sharp. You got uh, the numbers on the helmet. Uh, you got a white helmet. You got the bolts. Uh, I have got the powder blue. And then I got white pants. I got powder blue, the gold pants, uh, white with gold. I got white on white. I don't know what that color I guess that's darker blue and then I have black. All black and then all blue. Like a dark dark blue, the navy blue. Those are sharp. People really like the lightning bolt down the leg of the pants. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I was just surprised that they were releasing this at seven in the morning, Los Angeles time. But well done. Um I don't I don't have any problems with this. Socks look great. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Anybody have an issue with these? Chargers look good. It's hard to screw up the charger uniform. I mean, it 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 just it's with the color scheme, and as long as you got a bolt in there, you know you can do pretty well. I like the numbers on the side of the helmet. I like that. That's old school. Uh, Yeah, that's good. Man, it's hard when you
4: can't criticize something. Like, there's nothing to pick I, on here.
3: I know. I kept going, I got to have something to criticize here. Carson Palmer, the uh, former number one pick by the Bengals, join us coming up a little bit later on. Your phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Just got a tweet that says, can we get a cease and deflate T-shirt? I think we're fine. Oh, I, dear. I don't want to poke the bear. I, I think I, I, I like Fritzy. Maybe, Fritzy, you craft the letter to send to uh, the lawyers to say, you know, we feel deflated, but we will stop selling that T-shirt.
4: I think they'll appreciate it. Yeah, they will. The wording.
3: Yeah, they love Yeah, Tom loves that. He loves talking about that deflate game. We just have to, we got to be compliant. We got to be nice with this. They're nice to us. We're, we're going to stop doing this. You know, we, we just had Bruce Arians on, my Buccaneers. But, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that we stop selling those T-shirts by the end of the month, if not sooner. But we will have our new T-shirt ready to go. Uh, Jared in Connecticut joins us. Hi, Jared. What's on your mind? Dan, how's it going this Good. Far? Oh, great. Yeah, great.
0: So I'm I'm going off of Seton's idea with this is uh, Robert Paulson. But then you have, like, a silhouette of a body laying down and, like, Brad Pitt and Edward Norton standing over him saying, this was Tom and there's like a sheet over them, and somehow there's like a Patriots logo somewhere. This was Tom.
3: It's a little busy for us, Jared, but thank you. <laughs> a little morbid. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I don't think we, we need to do that. We I want Tampa to do well this year. I'd I, like to distance any reference to Seton's idea from that one, too. Uh, that's not <laughs> no, at all what I was saying. It's on the transcript. It's uh, on no, the transcript. No. The record will show along the lines of Seton. Yes, McLovin.
1: Oh, my gosh, the Fight Club stuff is terrible. But <laughs> Yeah, we can't do the ideas that. Are getting worse. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I explained this whole story to my wife in the break, and yeah. she just said, you guys are the biggest
3: knuckleheads in the world. Yes. I, I had a conversation at dinner with my wife last night, and I'm telling her about the Tampa Bay T-shirts, and she said, who would buy that? That's so stupid. And I go, exactly. And she goes, and why can't you call Tom Brady and just say, hey, why don't we go into business together? I said, honey, it doesn't work that way. I mean, I can try. You know, we'll we'll use our resources with Tom's, and then maybe we could, you know, come up with, you know, TV12 Enterprises featuring Dan Patrick and the Danettes. Yes, Paul.
4: Look, we know we're dopey. How'd you like to be the lawyer who went to college for 11 years and now is spending their day dealing with this? Yeah. Hey, uh, how, is that shirt email ready to send out? No, no, we got to run it through legal again. And uh,
3: yeah, what kind of case you're working on? Kicking it upstairs. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's it's the uh, state versus Dan Patrick. Tampa Bay t-shirt. At all.
2: When you twist it one way, it's like, so At all. At So what all. have you been working on? Well, I'm
3: working with Tom Brady now. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. You work with Tom Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Tampa Bay lawsuit? Yeah. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. I mean, Roe v. Wade, <laughs> Tampa Bay versus Dan Patrick? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's probably going to be just as explosive there. Ripped from the headlines, <laughs> law and order
4: is not going to pick this one up.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, you never can tell with that. Somebody could have fun with that. Uh, this year's going to be different as NFL fans. We're not going to get fooled again by those trade rumors, right? Don't we say that every year? Mock drafts, insider reports, front office, lying season, open for business. I kept saying, tune out the noise. Don't believe it. You know, go back to the Tom Brady rumors and all those rumors. Remember the Cowboys? Remember that silly rumor? And I went, you're being trolled, folks. Maybe the Chargers, but he didn't want to go to the West Coast. So it probably came down to one team. And that was Tampa, I mean, Tampa Bay. So, you know, the rumors here, the rumors with Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, you've got people who'll still, you know, on their soapbox saying he's going to be traded and I'm going to be right. Well, I can tell you that probably with uh, 100% certainty, eventually Odell Beckham will be on another team. I'm going to go out on a limb and do a shower of shame that over the next three years, Odell Beckham, I signed up to do five years, five more years. So we got three years, so I, you know, if I have to pay, I'll pay. I'll do a shower shame if Odell Beckham is not on another team. It's going to happen. I just said, from my source, Minnesota was saying, we're more likely, we want to get a, a, a wide receiver in the draft. That that That's according to somebody with Minnesota. We And, and then the, this followed up by saying, why would we bring in a headache when we just got rid of a headache? In Stefan Diggs doesn't mean they wouldn't be interested in Odell Beckham or at least kick the tires. What's he going to cost me? Yeah, I get that teams make inquiries all the time. Hey, what's uh, Leonard Fournette going to cost us. I mean, that, that that's happening now. Like you just kick the tires. Uh, you know, I saw where the chiefs are trying to trade up uh, so they can take Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. All you do is inquire. Hey, what 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 are you looking for? What's it going to cost us here? Doesn't mean you're going to do it. You just you're curious about it because if I can buy Odell Beckham low and sell him high, then I would do that. And and I think it would be best for all involved if Odell Beckham was on another team, and maybe with an established quarterback would help out because Baker Mayfield I think would do better if he didn't have to acquiesce to Odell, you know, when they're on the field. Uh, but look you got people who say that he's going to get traded and you know, I'm going to stick by my story and good for you. I mean, if you feel like your source is, you know, legitimate and not, you know, hanging out to dry, great. Or you're not being played with this, you know, the Browns, just because they're saying we're not shopping it, but you get these rumors now and you want to get a report, not I'm hearing. Cause I'm hearing is not a report folks. When you, when you hear somebody say I'm hearing, then you have to have some skepticism there. Uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. All we're doing is hearing, hey, it could go to 3 or 23. Hey, I'm hearing the Patriots are going to go up and get him. Hey, I'm hearing that uh, Miami is going to take Justin Herbert, not Tua. Okay. He's creating the most buzz right now. And I, if you said, is he going higher than you think or lower, I would say still higher. I still think there's the intrigue of of who he is, what he is, and the possibilities of his ceiling being a lot higher than Justin Herbert. If I'm the Dolphins and he falls into my lap at five, I take him. Now, you're starting to hear that the Redskins are getting some interest in team or teams moving up to number two. I don't know if that's true or not. But if I'm the Redskins, I'd put it out there. I would. i put it out there. Just to let somebody know, if you're going to go up and get Tua, you might have to go to Tua in the draft. You know, the Lions at three, the Giants at four. You know, you've heard they're open for business. Well, yeah, you want to be open for business. Do I think somebody's moving up there? Probably not. It feels like if Miami gets him, they take him at five. But the Chargers, Chargers may go, hey, if he falls into our lap, great. Hey, if we get Justin Herbert, great. But I don't know if somebody's going to go up and get him. I don't want to spend too much to go and get him. But I I would want him if my, I'm Miami. I would. And maybe falls. Maybe Carolina is there. Maybe falls to Jacksonville. Maybe the Raiders there. You're hearing. And that's all you're hearing. It's just hearsay. We don't have any reports here. Open for business. Okay. We'll talk to Carson Palmer about this. What advice has he been giving Joe Burrow on this whole process, going to his former team? And also his thoughts on the Tua Tonga-Vailoa, risk and the reward Is there more of a fear of taking him or not taking him? Take a break here. 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Check things all the time. Email, Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Discover makes it quick and easy. Best of all, it's free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores. The score used by 90% of top lenders. And they're doing that for free. Even if you're not a customer, checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes. The Discover Credit Scorecard, it's free for everyone. You can learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. That's discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 18 plus in
1: most eligible states age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply pick six not available in all states including but not limited to connecticut and new york for up-to-date list of states visit dkng.co slash pick six states void where prohibited see terms
3: at pick 6draftkingscom slash promos Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. fritzy has got his scoreboard challenge this morning. The number 7 and the number 40 on the scoreboard. I don't think we've had a winner yet. Didn't hear from Mario, but uh, you can uh, enter in the contest, and uh, we have some DP Show t-shirts to give away to the winner. This program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. The all-new GT four-door coupe, because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our celebrity interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, you can go to the Dan Patrick Show app, watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, mercedes AMG. Driving performance. Your phone call's coming up. He's Carson Palmer, the former Bengals quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner at USC, and uh, he'll tell you what he is uh, joining us on behalf of coming up here in a moment. Uh, How are you, Carson? I'm well, Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was curious, when you were leading into the draft, leading up to the draft in, what, 2004, were there any rumors about the Bengals, or 03, the Bengals trading that pick, you know, it feels like there's all these rumors leading up to the draft every year. I'm curious, did uh, were there any rumors circulating about you and the Bengals?
6: No, I mean, it, up up uh, probably two or three months before the draft, um, I really started to see, you know, clearly that they were going to take me. Um, you know, you, you you go through the interview process, you're talking to coaches on the phone, you go out and, and visit. Um, visit the organization and, and visit the facilities and meet with the coaches and meet the players. And I, I could tell pretty early on um, that they were they were going to draft me. And there really wasn't a lot of talk. I know uh, Chicago was right behind the Bengals that year. I think at like three or four, there was some talk um, that maybe they would they would move up. But really, it was it was pretty clear cut. And I knew with a couple months upcoming uh, up to the draft that I was going to go to Cincy.
3: Any apprehension? Going to Cincinnati? Not on my end. I was really excited.
6: Um, I, I remember going through. We got done. We played in the Orange Bowl in, in uh, January, and then I started bouncing around the different agents and, and meeting with different agencies, trying to figure out which agent I was going to pick. And a number of agents um, had, you know, plans to to get to this team or get to that team. Um, and I I ended up choosing Dave Dunn at Athletes First and and went with him and um, had a great career together, and and he just kind of said, what do you want to do? And and I said I wanted to be the number one pick, and um, I just went out and trained and and got ready and got ready for the interview process, got ready for my workouts and and all the things that came up. Um, But there wasn't a whole lot of talk um, outside of my camp um, about anything other than getting ready to play for the Bengals.
3: You start to look at these uh, prospects, draft picks, and uh, with Joe Burrow, now we're starting to hear, well, he doesn't have a strong arm. And and that's true. He, he may not have a strong arm. I always get nervous when I hear when somebody leads with, boy, he's got a big arm. Like, I don't I don't care if my quarterback has a big arm. I want to know if he has a good arm, an accurate arm. But, you know, if I look at what Justin Herbert has and I what, look at what Joe Burrow has – I can see why Joe Burrow is considered a better prospect because he does have better accuracy. He can throw you open, whereas Justin Herbert has athleticism here. What should we really be looking for, listening for, when it comes to these quarterbacks and how it's going to translate into success in the NFL?
6: Yeah, a, a big arm is great, and it's it's sexy, and it's it's fun, and, and it oozes in you, but if you can't find the soft spot in the pocket, and and create space within the pocket while your eyes are downfield reading a defense finding the open receiver and then deliver the ball accurately under pressure just as you're about to get hit right in the throat nothing else matters big arm tight spiral um, all those things are all irrelevant you got to be able to deliver the ball on time while you're getting hit and also have some savviness about you moving within the pocket so I, I'm I'm on. I, I do the same thing. I hear, oh, he threw the ball 75 yards, you know, off off of one leg, or you know, some silly stat. That's totally irrelevant. You got to be able to deliver the ball under pressure, all game long for 16 games, and that's, you know, one of the knocks maybe on Tua um, is is the injury history. And you look at all these injuries and all these little things keep creeping up. You know, at the end of the day, if if you're not able to play week in week out and deliver the ball accurately, it doesn't matter how strong that is.
3: Yeah, I start to look at Tua, and I know everybody loves the way he throws the football, and they say he's a left-handed Drew Brees, which is way too much praise for you know Tua, um, because he he doesn't strike me. A, I, if he's six four, nobody's saying he reminds me of Drew Brees. It's he's six foot, so therefore he's Drew Brees. Uh, I I think I see more of you know maybe Russell Wilson with that athleticism. He does get out of the pocket a little bit. But he does have great touch and appears to be able to have all the throws that you want. Aside from the injury issue, and granted, that's a big issue, what concern or concerns would you have about two at the next level?
6: Outside the injury issue, I, I really love everything. Um, you know, that injury issue is a—it's so easy to sweep that thing under the rug. Well, he's got a big injury issue, but... X, Y, and Z. No, it, it all starts with there. If, if you're having a difficult time staying healthy in college, it really worries me that you're going to be able to stay healthy for you know 30 percent more games, 40 percent more games, and bigger, you know, more physical um, guys hitting you and, and potentially injuring you. So, I mean, that that injury thing really is a is a big deal. But the other thing that kind of jumps out at you is when you watch his film, he's playing with. NFL receivers and not just NFL receivers. He's playing with first and second round picks. I and mean, you look at these receivers they have on that roster. Man, it'd be hard not to be productive at Alabama in, in that offense when you've got Henry Ruggs. Um, and and you have some of the speedsters that they have on the outside. They have two or three guys that are yeah. first or second round picks. Judy so, as well. Jerry Judy can absolutely I mean Jerry Judy's probably a top twenty pick. Um, and you could probably say the same thing about Henry Ruggs. So that, that does concern me a bit. Um, would you, you know, take him playing... if you're Miami
3: if, if you're if you're there no. and fought you would not
6: no the, injury... the the injury thing worries me okay I love his game I love his leadership I, there's so many things that that you fall in love with him but at the end of the day, one of the best abilities in the league is durability. And if you're not durable in college, it's just you rarely you you very rarely see guys that are that aren't durable guys in college, then they get to the NFL and all of a sudden they're they're healthy every week. Um that that thing jumps out at me and worries me about Tua.
3: He's Carson Palmer, the uh, former number one overall pick, joining uh, us on behalf of uh, LevelSelectCBD.com. Explain that. You've been involved with uh, this for for quite some time. Have you been involved with CBD as long as Jake Plummer's been?
6: Uh, Probably not as long as Jake has. Um, But uh, I've been using it for, I've been done playing for three years. I've probably been using it for four or five. Um, it's something I use every day now. It's, it's funny we get done talking about injuries and go right into <laughs> um, pain relief. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's something that's a part of my life. It's it's something that um, I, I use it. I've, I, as you remember, I've had multiple knee surgeries. I've had plenty of surgeries, but um, I have some some serious ailments and some serious issues with um, just consistent pain and consistent aches. And, and level select is something I use on my knees. Something I use on my low back. I've got four young kids that I'm consistently playing. You know, my son wants to be a pitcher, so I'm down in a a catcher stance. And, um, you know, my daughter wants to to ice skate, and I have to go ice skating with her. And ice skating is not great (laughs) on knees and low back. So level select CBD is something I use just to get me through um, being a dad and and, and feeling good, waking up in the morning and feeling good and sleeping well at night. It's something that, that is a part of my life.
3: Would you rather your son played football or baseball?
6: For me, football, because I have a really difficult time sitting watching baseball games <laughs> um, but for him um, for him football too he he loves it i mean it's it 's something that that we've put off we have not let him play yet um he 's going into sixth grade next year and going to be twelve and um i just I, you know it worries me i just don 't think he needs to be getting hit in the head already and and have um you know, all all these little things start creeping up. You know, in in junior Pop Weenie uh, or junior Pop Warner football, um, we've been pushing to let him play once he gets to high school. But he finally broke broke us down, and he asked every single day for I think like four months straight. And then you combine that in the quarantine, and you're getting asked in the quarantine if I can play football, if I can play football, if I can play football. And so, finally, we broke down three nights ago and told him, "Right, we're going to let you play tackle football next year." Wow. So he, he's super into it. I'm I'm super into it, um, obviously, and and um, yeah, trying to start. We've been training since the quarantine started and getting ready for the season. Hopefully, that that gets here this fall.
3: What advice did you give Joe Burrow? Uh,
6: when when we talked, we really had just talked about the process.
3: Um,
6: you know, I, I said one of the most important things is just. You know, when a team gives you an offense and gives you protections, just digest it and be ready to spit it back. So really it was, uh, we've we've talked very briefly about preparing for the process, the combine, the draft, the pre-draft workouts, the pre-draft meetings, um, and really just, you know, kind of gave him some insight on, on, you know, what it's like to go through, um, you know, and, and just kind of small um, tidbits on getting ready for the draft.
3: Would you rather have an all-pro wide receiver or an all-pro lineman?
6: All-pro lineman.
3: Okay. Because you start to see where we, we focus in on the skill positions. We always do that. Then every year you'll go, oh, you know, you drafted a tackle or drafted a guard, or he was a guard in college, now we're going to make him a center here. And, and we, we we never talk about that because there's nothing sexy about that. But the importance of that, the offensive lineman, and trying to find these linemen because the way college football is played it's it's different for the linemen in you know how far you know, the spacing there the blocking the strat you know all of those things and it just feels like we get to the draft and we're like all right hurry up let's get to another quarterback or wide receiver or running back we don't care about linemen though no. did you ever get involved in the draft with the bengals or any of the teams you played on you know to say hey i could certainly use another lineman mm-hmm.
6: No, I, that was always the first—the first words out of my mouth. Is we could always use another tackle, or <laughs> another guard, or another center. Um, but they're not sexy. They're not—they're not fun from a fan's perspective. That you took a guard from Villanova in the third round. I mean, that's just not—that doesn't, you know. Being a—you know—a Cardinals fan, a Chiefs fan, a Raiders fan, whatever it is, that doesn't jump off the screen. But at the end of the day, um, if you can't step into throws and you can't get to the top of your drop and get from your first read and your second read to your third read as a quarterback, man, it doesn't matter if you took three first round receivers three years in a row. If you don't have the ability to get through the timing and rhythm of a play to get the ball to these exciting, sexy receivers that you drafted and, and fan bases go nuts for, um, then that guy that you drafted in the first round at receivers is irrelevant. Um, I think every quarterback. They, they, it's it's fun to get a new toy outside, but man, it is um, a necessity to have guys that that can hold up in front of you, and they are so hard to find, and they are so hard to coach. Um, and it just seems like these athletes get moved. If you if once you get over two hundred fifty pounds, these great athletes get moved to defensive end, and, and these offensive linemen are having a block. I mean, you look at Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney six seven. And he ran like 4-4 at 275. Miles Garrett, I mean, some of these guys, they're getting so big and so physical. And you look at Chase Young, it's just hard to find a guy that can block him for four seconds. And – it's a necessity. Every year, there's more and more of these freak athletes coming out that that put their hand on the ground and get after the the quarterback, and, and you've got to have people to block for them. If you don't, if you don't have people to block for them, it doesn't matter how many first round picks you use on receivers and tight ends and these, um, these fun, uh, like like we're saying, sexy toys outside to, to throw to, you know, if, if you can't get the ball to them, they become irrelevant.
3: If Chase Young is considered the no brainer best player in the draft, why? Isn't he going number one?
6: That's a great question. I, I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, when you're looking at Andy Dalton, who's currently under under contract for the Bengals, who is a really good player. I mean, he, he gets a knock um, mainly because he played for the Bengals, but um, Andy Andy can play, and, and Andy can, um, he may not be a, a number one pick and, and um, may not be that, that guy off a draft board, but Andy's been extremely, extremely productive, and and you got a chance to get you know a guy that that can probably get after the quarterback fourteen to fifteen to sixteen times like a Von Miller type career, a defensive end. That guy's hard to pass up. Um, and the other thing that, about Chase Young too is he's great in the run game. So yeah,
3: because we it's, don't it's know about Joe, I mean Joe Burrow is not a given. As much as we want to say, boy, he's unbelievable. Okay, he had the the greatest single season in college football history at that position. Uh, You know, I grant you that. It's not a given. If Chase Young is a given, then that – I don't know. Maybe I'm overrating Chase Young, but it feels like nobody wants to trade up to get Chase Young, but everybody keeps saying, boy, he's a generational player. All right. I know you want to find your quarterback, but – if I got a guy who can line up there and he can give me 10 years of all pro status and and you would probably sign up, if I said he can give you 10 years as an all pro or you roll the dice on Joe Burrow, who do you take?
6: Man, I mean, that's that just shows you how important and, and the way that the league thinks about the quarterback position yeah. and just how important that position is, no doubt. I mean, you think back to um, the Mario Williams, Reggie Bush, bush draft in like 06 or 07, whatever that was where yeah. mario williams went number one and everybody could not believe <laughs> that reggie went number two i know reggie's not a quarterback but when when, when people were looking at that they, they couldn't believe that that happened but mario williams went out and got 12 to 14 sacks just about every single year of his career that's what chase chase young is projecting that is what you expect out of chase there, you're exactly right there is a ton of unknowns on Joe he played one year of college football it is extremely risky right but you got to have a quarterback and and that position is um, as we know it it's it's the position you have to have every team that's that is a super Bowl contender has a quarterback so yeah. until you have that guy um, you're always you're always looking for him now. Andy Dalton still is under contract. Chase Young, you know, as you're saying, could be the best player in the draft, probably is the best player in the draft. I, I think it's a really difficult decision that they have to make. They have to either pass up on a guy that's a 14-sack guy or go after a guy um, that could be the future of your franchise uh, and, and handle the quarterback position for the future of your franchise for the next 10 to 15 years. It's obviously a big decision and a difficult decision.
3: Good to talk to you. It's levelselectcbd.com. Creams, roll-ons, and uh, helps you live life after playing NFL quarterback for as long as you did. Uh, Hope you're doing well and the kids are uh, being nice to you. Oh, it's good. Thanks, Dan. Good to catch up, man. That's Carson Palmer, levelselectcbd.com. Ran out of time. I couldn't ask him if he wanted his Heisman back. Darn it. Convenient. Yeah. Darn it. Ah, I ran out of time. You know, the next time I have him on, I'll ask him about if he wants his Heisman back. Take a break here. Phone calls are coming up. You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instant. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show.
1: All right, everybody,
6: game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. And Monopoly Go...
3: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Go to danpatrick.com. Check out all the gear we have there, including the Tampa Bay t-shirts. Soon to be eliminated. Soon to be removed from the website. By the end of the month, Tampa Bay T-shirt. But we have come up with a new T-shirt, and it just says his name is Tom. And uh, we won't even put the jersey number on the back, but uh, his name is Tom. That way, we uh, let Tom have the Tampa Bay trademark, and uh, we'll move on. We still don't have a winner for Todd's scoreboard. Todd, maybe drop a hint. Mario says that uh, people are trying, but you can't get uh, 7 and 40 are your numbers.
2: Seven and 40, they're both related to this date in history. All one right.
3: I'm going to a- go with, oh, I already mentioned the one earlier. Yes. Uh, and then I'll have to look at this day in sports history on 40. Now, we don't, we're do not we not guessing, Paulie.
2: I'll give you one oh. other hint. It's yeah, we're NFL, not guessing. NFL related is the uh, 40 number.
3: Okay. So seven and four. I got the seven. I don't have the 40. All right. Well, you got a hint, a little bit of a hint there. Uh, What is it, National
4: Record Store Day? That's right. Okay. We went around the room saying if we could have one record all time, like album with the the vinyl and the the case on the sleeve, everything, signed by the artist, artist or band, went around the room. Want to recap?
3: Yeah, but you guys, I didn't understand it. I just thought if you could get something signed by the Beatles and it's Abbey Road, that makes the most sense. Now, you can say Elvis or, you know, do they have Bach and Beethoven? Could I, Do they have albums? A Bach bo- set? <laughs> a box set? A box set. Yeah. But you guys were picking, you know, Fritzie picked Hall and Oates.
2: I'm not looking to make a buck here. I wonder what's meaningful to me. There's the way I did oh, okay. the, uh, the experiment or the question. was.
3: Well, I me. didn't know, like, if, if it was my favorite band, then I would say Led Zeppelin. But I thought it was, if you could get one album cover autographed by the band members, then I would take Abbey Road. Let's let's take out your favorites, and you were just doing something iconic. Yeah, see? Yeah, but you're doing it like it's a business transaction. Yes, yes. Where you're like, as soon as I get this, I can't wait to sell it again. Well, no, the investment would be that I have it. I don't want to sell it, but it'd be great to put it in the man cave. That That's... My thought process always, how would it look in the man cave? And I think that would be pretty cool if you go, oh, that's Abbey Road, and you got all the Beatles there. Instead of, hey, you got an autograph from uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just not the same. Yeah, Paul. I went
4: with Purple Rain by Prince. I'm guessing he's the kind of guy who wouldn't do a lot of autographs, and you don't. most people don't get to meet. That's why I threw him up there.
3: And aren't they having, or did they do something last night? Wasn't it a celebration? It's the fourth anniversary of Prince passing okay. Yeah, I could see the purple one doing that. Anybody else want to change theirs? McLevin? So I went Velvet Underground Predictable. I just looked at a list.
1: It's about the seventh or eighth most valuable album, memorabilia-wise, with uh, the White Album actually being number one, not Abbey Road. By being autographed? Uh, Just the most valuable vinyl record to own. Uh, Like, the Beatles are like, Two of the top ten with uh, White Album and Abbey Road, but Velvet Underground's really high up there too.
3: Oh, and I had and those, a lot of
1: Rolling Stones. I had Zeppelin I had those
3: too. albums. God, I had all those albums. No, I, I had fifteen hundred albums. I had I had all of the the Stones. I had Beatles, I, Zeppelin, Who, Bowie, all of those damn things. And I was in a small apartment with my, my wife. And, you know, I, I thought, you know, let me get this out of here. Let me, let me, you know, love, that's, that's damn it, love. Damn you, love. <laughs> if I was in like and not love, I'd still have those albums. Might not be married, but it's, yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah, McLevin.
1: There's one version of the white album that went for 800000 but don't worry about it. You're fine. I,
3: I probably didn't have. I had collector's items, the doors. I, I had picture disc, uh, electric light orchestra. They had color vinyl, red and blue. Like I had, I had Elvis Costello, my funny Valentine Ooh. in red. Uh. <sighs> yeah, funny.
4: I just picked up Damn the Torpedoes by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. 11 bucks. It was like stealing. Yeah. I didn't
3: steal it. Yeah, I still get some vinyl. Some you know record people send it in. Maybe they feel sorry for me because I I sold all of those albums for three hundred dollars. <laughs> just I had picture disc. I remember a Molly Hatchet picture disc. I got just all this stuff there. But look, I'm over it. You know, I, I I did. I made the right decision. That that gave me more room to spread love. You know, by getting rid of all those albums, I had more room to be myself. Did you just say Molly Hatchet picture disc? Yeah, I think so. Aw. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Flirting with Disaster, Charlie Daniels, man. The Hoople? Hoople, yeah. <laughs> all the young dudes at uh, Peter Schrager, NFL Network will join us, talk about his mock draft. More phone calls coming up here. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show.